0: Welcome to the Pet Grooming Business Podcast with me, Bill Betts, where we give practical business advice to help you grow your pet grooming business. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Pause and Presto. So without further ado, let's get going. Hi. Welcome to our Wednesday evening guest. And today I've got Caroline, the Love Mud Dog Lady. You say that a lot quicker
1: love my dog lady i've been love saying my, it for a lot longer
0: go on do it again
1: love my dog lady
0: love love my dog lady <laughs> i've
1: been saying it for 10 years so you got yeah you're fine
0: excellent so uh you're a um, pet groomer we decided that you're a pet groomer because you do dogs but also do guinea pigs and goats i have um, done
1: goats um,
0: yeah. what did you do with goats
1: they were show goats they were pygmy goats it was uh, amazing Yeah. And this woman was, I think she had like seven and they were all going to this show competition. She just didn't want it in the house. I was like, fair enough. And it was really interesting, actually. It was really like really different to do. But I tell you what, they do a lot of poos. They do a lot of poos, a lot of that in the bath. Yeah. This is interesting yeah. for you had was good.
0: Had, we had goats when I was younger so you stuck them in your mobile roomers tucked them in the bath and then washed them and brushed them out and oh lovely
1: yeah exactly the main thing was the bath and dry she didn't want to get them through the house up the stairs to the bathroom so yeah I just parked up and did seven pygmy goats in a day <laughs> you know, that, was that, was, that was when I first started so it's probably about eight years or seven years ago now
0: so not only are you a pet groomer, you're a pet industry influence, influence, you say it.
1: <laughs> influencer. I hate the word. It makes um, me cringe. Uh, but yeah, apparently I'm an influencer. Um, and also
0: an ambassador for WAL, well, well, aren't you as well? WAL,
1: well, yeah. I'm their UK animal brand ambassador. So I'm like, that I'm proper proud of that. I'm really happy about that. So, yes. We can, we,
0: can, we can find you hanging out on TikTok or um, 123,000 people have found you Hanging out on TikTok with 1.3 million likes, which is amazing. Yeah, 12.2 thousand followers on Instagram, and then 2,700 followers on your Facebook page as well. I mean, that's pretty incredible, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's been good. I've always had Facebook. That's kind of always ticked along. Had that since the start of the business. I looked that. I used that a lot to drive my uh, drive my business initially and get new customers. And it was a very customer focused and local focused. but, yeah, the TikTok thing started last February. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I just had a I had a client said to me, because I didn't know about TikTok. I'm a bit old um, and I didn't really know anything. I was like, what's TikTok? I don't know. And a client of mine said, TikTok is massive for dogs. Um, you're not shy of a camera. A bit rude. Uh, <laughs> um, you should try it. And I was like, OK, so i i did a couple of videos i think in the january last year and i was like i don't really get it i don't know how to do it and i've got like two views and and then i spent about a month researching it um researching the algorithm what you need to do trending sounds and little tricks of the trade and stuff um yeah and kind of went all out with it and then i think um i went live the following month because you have to have a certain number to then go live so and then once i started live streaming the grooms everyone loved it tiktok is brilliant for dog lovers so
0: Excellent. And we'll we'll talk about that in a bit. But let's talk about how um, you got into the pet grooming industry. This wasn't your, you've been doing this for 10 years. This wasn't your first job, was it?
1: No, no, no. I worked uh, previous to this, (coughs) sorry, prior to this, I worked for um, Bacardi Martini. So I was very glamorous drinks industry and parties and that kind of stuff. And I looked after their festival strategy for the UK. So marketing and sales background. Um, And then after eight and a half years, I was made redundant. So I thought, okay, um, what should I do now? Uh, I'd always had a massive passion for dog. I had a golden retriever at the time called Milo. Um, We sadly lost him when he was six, which was quite early. Um, But He was pure mud lover, like so rolled in it, ate it, dug in it, like like completely the breed. If there was a puddle, he wouldn't go through. It was like lay down. So yeah, I kind of thought, well, I'm crazy about dogs. Um, I'd love to set up my own business. And I shadowed, I had a dog walker friend and she knew someone that was doing mobile dog grooming. So I went out with him for a couple of days, shadowing him. And I just absolutely loved it. And the good thing is I was very lucky in that I had the money to set up. So I bought the van outright and I did the training courses, et cetera. So I know that a lot of people aren't able to kind of set up debt free. So I was lucky in that respect. And so then, yeah, that was 10 years ago in November. And I've not really looked back. So,
0: So was Milo the inspiration for the name? My, yeah my yeah i
1: literally remember the moment i came up with it i was i was married at the time and i was um i was literally having a bath too much information having a bath and i called my husband and i went oh my god i've got the name i've got the name and and he was like i think i told him the day before that i was going to do this anyway so it's all a bit like whoa um and i was like love mud He was like what i was like love mud because also what i wanted to do was i could have gone like caroline's cuts or something like that but i wanted to come up with a brand I could then broaden in obviously with the marketing background I had so many ideas of what I wanted to do some of that didn't come to fruition because of various reasons but um yeah that's and I just said that was it and that I didn't falter from then I came up with the logo and everything and like yeah I still I love it now so.
0: So were your, all your friends that were in the previous industry are they jealous or did they say what are you doing are you mad you're working with dogs instead of working with like I don't know nightlife and stuff like that. What, yeah, what-
1: I think it was a bit of a curveball. I think um, I did. I did apply for another couple of jobs. I kind of put it down to fate as well. I actually applied to Nestle. So Nestle have um, like a pet division. So I went for a couple of brand manager roles there. Um, one in the dog side and one in the cat side and I got neither and I was like okay so I kind of tied tried to tie in the kind of love of marketing and interest with the animals um and I thought you know what now I'm just going to do it on my own so um no I think I think people had always known that I'd loved my dogs and I had a dog at the time but it's a big leap to 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 be employed and have a very lovely salary coming in um to take that salary cut Mm -hmm. uh but be happy is a big thing to do um, and get a better work-life balance. I travelled a lot. I was away a couple of nights a week, et cetera. So um, yeah, it made sense for me at the time.
0: Yeah. And you're find you finding that work like you know, it's not just about money, isn't it? It's that work-life balance. It's that happiness. It's not being in the corporate world. And are you finding that you're able to um, do the work-life balance? You've got children, haven't you? And how has that all worked out for you?
1: Yeah I mean, I'm in a very different place now to when I was when I set up the business so but I mean I mean I definitely when I first set up I didn't regret it I didn't have to do the hotel stays it's all very glamorous until you're in you know a hotel wherever you know two times a week and you just want to be at home so I, I, I definitely knew it was the right decision and then now it does allow me to fit everything in round I've got a little boy who's six so I fit my grooming in around his um, school times really. Uh and it's only obviously me, me doing that. Sadly, his dad passed away um five years ago. So it's just, you know, there's no one else that can share pickups and things. So um trying to juggle it all is difficult, but it is easier when you're self-employed and you're the boss. So you can kind of manage your own hours.
0: Yeah, cool. And um so you went out as a mobile dog groomer, Are you still mobile or did I see that you've changed your setup?
1: Yeah. So when I was I uh, obviously I've been mobile for like like nine years really. Um, and it's been brilliant so profitable I believe that when you're um, when you're running a good business and you're mobile it can be a profitable income and a good income but then when I dropped to part time because um, I separated from a partner last year so I was full-time last year gone to part-time now and it's just a lot more difficult you know the van costs and if something goes wrong and your fuel costs and everything so being part-time I just it wasn't cost efficient to keep um, visiting clients houses so they're now coming to me uh, which is working fine. I think there's two clients that weren't able to travel to me and I go and pick the dogs up because they're local. So um, it's not really any different and I'm saving on those costs.
0: Excellent. I mean, that, that definitely holds um, a bit of fear for people. I've I've spoken to a few groomers lately uh, over the last few months and there's a bit of fear for moving from the mobile niche into um, a static location. But again, everyone I've been speaking to, a lot of the customers just follow, follow them over.
1: Yeah, I think if you're a good groomer, I think that people come to you because of you. I think, you know, there's groomers everywhere. So I think if you've got a point of difference in the USP or people have been with you for a while and the the dogs love you and the dogs are used to you, I think they will follow you where you go. So for me, it's not been a massive transition, but I can imagine it depends where people are located and things like that as well.
0: Sometimes it's just a fear in within us isn't it we, we're quite we can turn quite negative at times and yeah of and course you, oh
1: god and you don't want to upset anybody and this is what people have been used to and you don't want to mess them around and but you've got to do what's best for you in your business otherwise you just you know you won't have any long, longevity and you'll have burnout so
0: yeah definitely and then yeah. obviously um you're surrounding yourself now and it's been a really big um Uh, TikTok's been really big for you but it's not been very long that you've been on there I mean 123,000 followers already within just over 12 months isn't it?
1: Yeah yeah so I started um, I uploaded a couple I think it was in last January and then um, I really got into it in February after doing a lot of research and trying to understand the algorithm and um, yeah, I just spent literally every evening just trying to look for all these tips and watching YouTube stuff. And yeah, so if I'm going to do something, then I might as well do it properly. My aim was to have an additional income through social media by the Christmas. Um, and I think I earn out of it within two months. So that was quite, yeah, not only, not massive amounts, but, um, yeah, that was the goal. And I, yeah, I, I did quite well on it. So it's time consuming though.
0: We're just going to take a quick break to mention our sponsor, Pause and Presto. Our pet grooming business uses Paws and Presto towels and have found them to be more absorbent when drying dogs. Quicker to wash, quicker to dry and they take up less room in the salon. They also weigh less than normal towels when wet and come in a wide range of colours. To find out more visit PawsandPresto.com Now let's get back to the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, so it's now uh, another revenue stream for you. Is that the same for YouTube? I forgot to look up your YouTube channel. Have you got?
1: <laughs> YouTube, I have. I'm not earning from YouTube yet. Um, I was gutted, actually. So you, the way YouTube works, you have to qualify. Uh, their criteria is number of viewing hours. And I hit their number of viewing hours, and I got all excited. I can't remember the figure, whether it's a 1,000 viewing hours or 10,000. Um, and I was really, really, really happy. I was like, oh, brilliant, I'm going to start uh, earning through the advertising revenue. Um but they're, uh, they're kind of the little loophole is that you the, the viewing hours, so oh, sorry on YouTube there's shorts, and there's the, the longer videos they've always had, but they've introduced short, uh, recently shorts, which is to compete with TikTok um, and other platforms. So it's like the shorter videos. And the one that I got the viewing times off was a short. Rather than a long video. So I didn't qualify because it wasn't a long video, which I didn't know at the time because I would have, I think I did. And to be a long video, you've got a minute long to be a minute long. And I think it was like 55 seconds. So had I known, <laughs> I could have ensured that that video was slightly longer. But yeah, you, li- you live and let live. But um, no, you live and learn, sorry. And uh, so I'm not earning through YouTube as yet, no. But I, I, it's just not been number one priority. I've prioritized TikTok and most recently Instagram. I just, it's so difficult to do everything.
0: I think that's really important. I think you have to be consistent on one thing and get that going. And then you can then look at maybe next year's strategy, you know, Facebook and then the year after Instagram or
1: Yeah, know. exactly. I've I've had some organic growth, which you're bound to have. Um but I've kind of just separated it in my head that TikTok's been my main focus. And it is easier to break through on TikTok because obviously the order like the actual user number is, is a smaller base. Um, so to cut through is 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 a little bit easier. And then um Facebook has always been my more more of my correspondence or interactions with local, like with my actual customers that use me for grooming. So if we've got like you know, a cancellation for tomorrow type thing, then I'll put that on Facebook. So I've kind of always had a different strategy for everything in my head to try and separate it all, but tiktok has always been um the kind of main well not always in the last year it's been the main thing but i do need to do youtube and i need to but i need to if i'm going to do it i need to sit down and do it properly i can't really do things by half so i need to spend the same time researching and understanding algorithms and things like that on the other platforms and i can't can't do everything (laughs) but i've
0: always i've always been interested in this i've always been interested in social media and um how Uh, I have a a lady, Zoe Kahn, she's a social media expert, and I've always been fascinated with her story, how she sort of um, left her day job and became a social media mentor and has grown this massive empire. I I always just sort of think, that just didn't happen 10 years ago. It just wasn't possible, was it? And now look at everyone, you know, yourself, you're getting a passive income from from TikTok. Um, But coming back to my, what I was thinking was, um, obviously, Facebook is really important for your, like you said, your local customers. So, yeah. uh, TikTok just goes global, doesn't it? So, you, how do you use that to generate um, business for your for your pet grooming salon uh, for your pet so,
1: Yeah, so TikTok. I don't use TikTok to drive customers. So, people that are, I mean, I think I've had about three. Like, people won't interact with my content on TikTok um, to then book me as their dog groomer. Um, it's just a very different space. Um, I did it, obviously, as we all do, uh, we do these things to to create additional income. And that's why I did it. But also I really wanted to help educate um, both groomers um, and customers. So I think that if I wanted to use it as purely driving uh, new clients, TikTok wouldn't be the platform for that. And I really advocate advocate um, Facebook, which has been more effective in the buy-sell swap groups, et cetera. Um, but with TikTok, the revenue is more about what I can achieve from the creator fund, which is these are all little small amounts, but it just kind of adds up and just, just adds to the pot a little bit. Um, and obviously builds profile and helping to educate people, which is just going to be better for the dogs. And then as a result of that, I, I then got the wall contract. So yeah, it's not, I don't use TikTok to drive new clients as it were.
0: And it's quite uh, interesting how, you, I suppose, if we put a business wording around it, you had a strategy for TikTok, didn't you? You sort of went out there with a with a goal, with a plan. I'm going to use this to generate money and I'm going to use this to sort of generate following, build my brand and, you know, get the ambassador um, contracts and stuff like that. So, I suppose yeah. Well, I,
1: when I when I set up Love Mud right at the beginning, I had because I have got the marketing background. I did literally. I remember doing sitting down, doing marketing plan for Love Mud and what it looked like and what I was going to achieve in like yeah the one year plan, the five year plan. I did all of that. Um, life through some hurdles so a lot of that didn't happen but I've kind of come back to it the last year and gone right okay how can I maximise this and actually try and think like a big brand and try and um, you know I know it's only a little old me and Love Mud but I think what can I do you know you, from Little Acorns who knows what what a bit might be able to achieve and you know can I franchise out and have a fleet of mobile salons can I um, do I've got my own like Love Mud merchandise for humans but what can I do for dogs you know there's I, there's so much that I want to do uh and yeah i see it social media is a bit of a vehicle if i can just build the profile then all that stuff will hopefully come from it and obviously if i can earn more money then i can um then get people to help me as well i do have an agency on board that help me reply to all the comments and stuff currently um but yeah i'd like to use them more (laughs) ironically my digital agency is struggling to join this live (laughs) they've just messaged me
0: do they need to get into the access to the group yeah they're probably that's probably it yeah so they'll just go we can't find it anywhere oh well <laughs> well they can watch so. it on youtube or uh, listen to the podcast but yeah, yeah. Um, so if people go onto your your tiktok what what's it all about i mean i you you're you said earlier you want to educate dog groomers and uh their owners so what sort of videos do you put on there
1: oh god um lot just a lot of different tips really I mean some of the things I post and think well everyone knows that or that's obvious or and you'd be amazed it's the simplest little things that that kind of um reach out and and impacts both clients uh, like customers and groomers so I think it's always I've always got kind of two two audiences in my head um probably three audiences actually there's there's dog owners that want to know about grooming there's groomers and then there's just dog lovers um but the thing is every so often i just go oh i'll do something for dog lovers and it just doesn't resonate because there's so many people on tiktok doing stuff with dog lovers so um you i kind of have to kind of go right okay strategy go back what am i actually trying to achieve and i need to focus on what i'm doing because that's what the algorithm algorithm likes Um, so yeah so two two things really just um for clients or uh, owners at home, it's about how to maintain your dog's coat. Brushing, brushing, brushing. Can never, never do enough videos about brushing. Never, ever. And not just you must brush your dog, but you must brush your dog like this with these tools. Yeah, I think as an industry, we get so frustrated and it's like, right, OK, let's spend the time. Let's focus on education. And then hopefully as a result, then we'll get dogs that are coming in in better kind of um care or better states than they currently do so uh, you know but there's lots of things like just little tips of uh, puppies you know elevate them on the grooming table uh so that they get used to being groomed elevated that you get used to handling and the brushing so again that will hopefully benefit the groomers so i'm trying to benefit both parties um with the content that i'm putting out there and then when it comes to groomers We've all been new. I remember being new and going, oh, I have no idea what I'm doing. You know, I'd done the courses and then I had to just go out and groom dogs and I had no idea what I was doing and no confidence. And, you know, there's so many people out there. I can't see, so I don't know how many people are watching us, but, you know, there's so many people that are setting up and they, they just need a little bit of help and they want to ask the stupid questions and they want the little tips that people don't think about. You know, they want to know how to get a puppy's head out of the way. We just make the silly, you know, noise and that help, but they, you know, they just won't think about that stuff because it's it's things that you gain with experience over 10 years you get these little sort of tips. So I'm I just want to help people really and ultimately if I can help the owners at home and the groomers then it makes the whole experience better for the dog is kind of the rationale behind it.
0: Do you find there's a lot of owners out there that seek this information or cuz I think a lot of groomers say no no one ever wants to know about how to brush their dog cuz
1: Oh my god they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah honestly they're like oh my god I've been you know so I, I just I can't go through all the comments because it gets a bit yeah. crazy sometimes on these posts but you know it's like oh my god I've been doing it wrong this whole time and um I have I have one that was like I've been you know my dog keeps getting matted but the, the groomer didn't show it. not that it's the groomer job to do it that's what I'm trying to do I believe there's a massive gap with breeders um that they need to show people as well when they're getting the cockapoos or the cavapoos and the fluffies and all the rest of it so um but there's there's absolutely a massive demand for people wanting to be able to look after their dog at home and also it's just um you know they don't want a, a, a matted dog that's going to be clipped off each time so let's teach them how what they need to do and also you know even groom frequency they don't they think oh i'll do it, get it done three times a year it's like no 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 um you know you need to have that dog done seven every seven weeks they just need someone to tell tell them that um so yeah i think they're absolute. not all obviously you'll get some owners that really don't care and they want the cheapest price they're not going to do the brushing in between um you're going to get that and i just swerve those ones <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: how do you uh yeah how do you um do you have a criteria for for owners that you work with are you quite strict are you a strict groomer are you like if you're not coming every four to six weeks it's a no you know
1: I've kind got of there's
0: a followers on tiktok <laughs>
1: Yeah, kind of. I don't know. I think um, I am quite strict. I've always had my T's and C's written from the start and everyone signs them and I've got cancellation policies. I'll try and stick to them. Um, but I do. My rule is if the dog is coming to me matted, mm-hmm. the first time I let it go, because I think, OK, so um, they might be uneducated. They don't know how to to maintain this dog's coat. So in that instance, I will spend the extra time in when they pick the dog up, showing them the line brushing technique, showing them the areas that are going to be more prone under the ears and the tuck up and that kind of thing by the tail. Um, And then if it happens again, then uh yeah, I, I'm very unlikely to, to groom them a third time.
0: Three strikes and you're out or two That's strikes. That's brutal.
1: That is brutal, isn't it?
0: Well, I don't know. It's, it's, there's, there's no rule book to this, is there? There's no, there's no rule book to say this is what you must or mustn't do it's all about no. you and your business and what and what you want to be
1: honest though to be honest i've not had many and mm. i do find that if uh, i think people that leave their dog to get extremely matted in my experience i probably only do see them once and that might be because i charge a premium then because they are matted um mm. but i think they get a bit embarrassed and they kind of don't want to go to the same groomer so they try a different groomer i don't know i think that i don't i've always said that i i want to work with group work with owners that want the best for their dogs if i find that someone if i think that someone doesn't want the best for their dog then i just won't work with them
0: fair enough yeah and how about you're making some of these dogs probably famous on tiktok do the owners come and do you tell the owners that the their dog's been on tiktok today and going i uh, a- obviously a-
1: have to have consent so um yeah. i have consent from every person every owner that i can stream their dogs live or that i can use them in content afterwards oh Ah, sorry, I just I need to I need to charge. Um yeah, I have consent from the owners. Uh yeah. but yeah, they love watching. So they literally some of the people <laughs> I remember a lady, she's she's like probably, I don't know, 50 or 60, and she was like, What's this TikTok? So she downloaded it and she watched her dog being groomed for the first time. For anyone that follows me that's watching, this is Willow's mum. So Willow is an Australian labradoodle, she's beautiful, and she takes about two and a half hours. And her mum was like, I picked. She came. I came out at the end. She was like, "I've done nothing for two and a half hours." <laughs> like she literally sat there and watched her baby be groomed. And it was—it's just reassuring for people. Um, they love to see how their dogs doing. They love to get tips. Um, yeah, it's been really well received by the owners. And I think. Don't think anyone. I think the only time I won't stream is when, um, if there is obviously if an owner doesn't. I think there's been two owners that didn't want me to because of security risks. That's fine with thefts and everything um and then i'll always do if it's a new dog i'll do a temperament check first because i don't want to obviously live stream and then have have some <laughs> challenges uh but yeah it's been really well received and people love it so there's there's a, I, I believe there's a couple of kind of celebrity dogs in um in my in my kind of client list a couple of favorites that people just especially there's one called banjo um and he's got his own tagline now he's been more banjo he just bounces all over the table always, people always want to know when he's booked in and yeah so it's actually really nice.
0: So you can actually—I always thought um, TikToks was a bit like um, Reels, where they're quite short. But you can actually stream your whole two-hour, two-hour groom with.
1: Yeah. So there's 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 two elements. There's probably more now. I'm still learning. It's evolving all the time. It's now got stories as well. Like Instagram's got stories. That's literally been added this week. Um, but yeah, there's so there's two main pieces. So TikTok, you can anyone can post videos on TikTok. Um, The limit was up to one minute. I think that's now been extended to 10, actually. But I think still dwell time on TikTok is short. So you've got to get their attention. I would stick with short videos on TikTok. Um, But yes, so you can also, once you hit a certain number of followers, I think it's either, I can't remember now, it's a year ago, but it's either a thousand followers or 10,000 followers. And then you can then go live. So um, that's literally like something like this. So I literally just hit the live button and people, my followers, but also other people can then just see what I'm doing and and join and and watch. So that's where owners come in and and see how their dogs are doing and check that they're all right, which is quite nice for them, quite reassuring.
0: I really um, encourage the people I work with to use video within their business. How much does that help people with their business when they use video?
1: Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. And, and there's so many levels to it. there's the you know there's there's security. there's if any you know if a dog came back and went, oh, my dog wasn't matted, you clipped it off, I'd be like, that well, here's a two hour video. <laughs> so um I think it's absolutely brilliant. and it's also just really reassuring for the owner like I've got a, I've got a dog myself I'm just there we go. she's just chilling. Lolly, 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 your camera perform. hey, perform. you know if I had to drop leave her somewhere, um like oh, gut-wrenching but the fact that you've got uh you know you can watch your dog and see where they are is brilliant I would love to see eventually not necessarily everyone like me like literally camera it on you showing exactly what you're doing but for salons, just to have cameras in there that people could tune into would be amazing but I, I reckon if I just you know any kind of salon I would just have some kind of camera there just to record everything um I just think it just covers covers your your bottom <laughs> um even if you don't feel you need it so
0: and how about um using video to advertise so like um doing a welcome video for your for your owners yeah. and talking doing a piece to to camera about the offers that you do and and stuff like that yeah yeah i
1: think yeah i think the power of video and also um content wise video is always going to get a higher score and get pushed out a lot more than an individual photo will be um so yeah videos are brilliant and also it just brings your personality and everything to life some people can just in a photo you can be quite static and um but yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think just to kind of, you can do salon tours. Um, you can do, uh, you know, background and or, or like behind the scenes. I think it's brilliant. I think it really brings brings things to life. And I think it's better for an owner to be able to see that. As an, like if I had to take Loma somewhere and there's someone that just had a few shots and they had someone that's like, oh, hi, I'm, you know, I'm this groomer, I'm doing it this way. This is our salon and this is the team. And I think it'd be much better, much more attractive.
0: There's loads of people screaming at me going, oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs>
1: is that what
0: everyone's saying okay it's, it's just so much, there's, there's so many
1: people i want them all to to script like to record everything and be able to stream it to their clients so that their clients can watch and all of that kind of stuff but one step at a time
0: definitely there's so many people and everyone that i work with you know it's encouraged that they get in front of the camera and do video into their facebook pages onto their websites and stuff like that to, to help build that know like and trust you know yeah, and it works. it is it? i
1: think as groomers as well, because we just like oh, we just love the dogs. We don't want to deal with the people. We don't want to do the stuff that the people we just want, you know. It doesn't unfortunately. I wish I could book direct with the dogs some of the time, but we do have to appeal to the humans. But <laughs> that, that's just how it works. So yeah.
0: There's no way around it. And um, um, so on I've been watching um, you got your Facebook group, haven't you? What's the Facebook group called?
1: Yes, the new Facebook group is um Love Mud Lessons and Chat
0: yes yeah. so let's let's talk about um because we've got some questions coming in about uh love mud lessons and chat um on, say say it again
1: what's
0: that love, love mud lessons and chat <laughs> <laughs> so um tell us about this this is a, a new string to your bow isn't it Where you yeah I, pick I, with I, it. I kind of
1: thought about it um and again, I, I tend to do these things with a reason a lot of the time sometimes I'm just like I'm gonna do this and no reason but this time I did think okay so I'm in a lot of Facebook groups as I'm sure a lot of other groomers are there's so many so many groups for dog owners there's so many groups for groomers there's nothing that brings the two together and the lovely thing on my live video like my live streams is in those while I'm grooming live everyone just chats away behind me so I'll dip in and obviously look at the screen ever so often and answer some questions if I can but everyone just has this full-on discussion I'll often turn around and have no idea what's being discussed um, but it's nice because it's the groomers and the owners discussing together so if an owner goes oh what brush do I need for this there's other groomers they will go oh you need that and it's just I wanted to replicate that because that discussion can only happen while I'm grooming live I wanted to uh, kind of replicate that on Facebook, that those discussions could continue. So someone, you know, an owner can come on and say, how do I, what what age do I need to start my puppy grooming? And then groomers can come on and and reply to it. And likewise, like a groomer can go, oh, God, please, owners, can you do this? And then owners will go, "Okay." So that was the kind of the idea behind it was to blend um, and not have not separate grooming groups and owner groups and have the owners moaning about groomers and groomers moaning about owners because this is what happens um and have a place that hopefully is a bit more positive and everyone can help everyone and there's no stupid questions um so hopefully it's a it's a positive space but yes um it's only been on facebook i think a couple of weeks i think we've got about 500 dog people on there so and also we just share dog stuff i mean you know if you like dogs then you should join
0: just talk dogs and yeah, just
1: come along and chat dogs
0: But you're also starting to um, reach out a bit and offer um, training and help for groomers. So one-to-one help with the you know anything that anything grooming related isn't it
1: yeah basically yeah I, I think I had um again I picked up on it in the lives and had some people going on oh, well I have so many messages and I'm really sorry to anyone that's watching if they've sent me a message and I can't reply I literally get so many via like Instagram TikTok and with everything every day and I thought I can't possibly so I actually try and reply to none so I'm not upsetting anybody if that makes sense <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah I was getting a lot of oh I'm setting up my business like I don't know what price to do and um how do you do this and how did you get new clients I thought there's there's people here that I want to help um I can't spend eight hours on various things every day doing that but if I can again make it into a business opportunity um and uh there'll be a fee for me to act as a bit of a consultant which initially I felt really bad about but then as someone else said to me there's a little up you know you are experienced in what you're doing you've been doing it for 10 years um i don't know everything but i know some stuff and i can help people um so it's been going really well i've just they're called love mud lessons um Mm. and i've i've had a few so far and it's just people that set up their business and it's they don't they kind of don't know where to turn with a lot of it and they don't know how to set up their pricing and they don't know how to use facebook effectively and they don't really know what instagram stories is for so it's the the sessions rather than thinking rather than me setting up training or doing um like day courses or something like that it's literally the session is tailored to them so they book in and then I'll send them a few questions and it'll just give us give me an idea of what they want to get out of the session and then I tailor the content to them so we chat through um literally exactly what they need so the feedback so far has been really good so
0: is it like a yeah. like a power hour or is it longer is it so, as long uh, long?
1: I've been doing half an hour or an hour um mm-hmm. I have just added on 15 minutes because some people have seemed to just have a few questions um, but uh, it's mostly the half an hour, an hour. I have also had a, a few owners that like can we just talk I'm grooming my dog at home but I'm struggling with the feet can I book a session with you so I have opened it up to that um, but so far it's just been the actual groomers so which I love because I love passing on my knowledge as I said I don't know everything I don't claim to know everything and uh, but if I can help in any way then I will so and people have, I've had a couple of people come back for a second session so which is obviously feedback in itself which is brilliant
0: yeah definitely and yeah. So, um what sort of questions are you getting at the moment do you know can you remember any what's the top yes yeah, so the,
1: the, the key things um how to use social media is an absolute yeah uh how to use social media Facebook. I think everyone's quite familiar with Facebook. It's kind of the first go to, isn't it? And I think for me, in driving new clients, that was the um, the biggest way to do it was with Facebook. So, hey, yeah, how to drive clients? How to drive clients outside of social media? There's a lot of people that are still a bit like, oh, social media, uh, and, and also has how to have the com, uh, confidence to post as well. There's a lot of people that worry about what other people think, uh, which is obviously very, very normal. Um, a lot of
0: procrastination they- around posts. Pardon. A lot of procrastination around posts as to what to actually put out there. But my philosophy is, you know, let's get it out there because it's better that it's out there than you sitting there for a couple of days sitting on it because it's doing yeah, better. It's, like, it's doing better being out there, isn't it? Then you. Yeah, sit-
1: it, we might as well put it out. I mean, half of what I do absolutely flops. <laughs> let's face it. Like, okay, so I've had some viral videos, but I've had ninety percent that just been like either rubbish or a bit average. So, you know, it. You, you've got to do it and. um, and I, know I, was, I did have a conversation with someone. they were like, "I just haven't got the confidence to do." it. I was like, "No one, like, I'm not being rude, but people, people are not worrying about you. They just want to see a cute dog. Like, just put a cute dog picture up. You covering in a dog or a cute dog face. People love it, you know. Just don't, don't kind of personalize these things too much, um, mm-hmm. and just be brave enough to do it, you know. And also, you've got to think that it's, and that's the other thing that I said to this person as well. I was like, don't think about it in, in the way that you know it's you being analyzed or or you being scrutinized for appearance or confidence, anything like that. This is your business, like, and you are the front of your business. So you are just an element of your business. So um, but it's been some really interesting discussion and pricing. Pricing is always coming up. <laughs> it is, isn't
0: it? It is. Good old pricing. Um another thing, another thing I was gonna say about um about social media, which I've completely forgotten. We're talking about getting yourself out there. Um that was it my my sort of motto i suppose is all i want to do is is um help one person so if you know there's eight just over eight thousand members in this group if i try to tailor my posts to help all of them people i'd just be paralyzed wouldn't i but as long as uh, something that i write or something a comment i do you know pleases one person that's that's me happy so you know so don't set yourself up to to fail i suppose just as long as one person likes what you're doing, then that's great, isn't it?
1: And also don't like, don't go, you know, okay. So there's, there's, there's me and there's um Henry's house. Who's amazing. And she's, I mean, she's bigger than me. On She's huge, you know, on TikTok. So don't kind of go on thinking, oh, I, I'm going to do it. And I've got to be as like, as big as they are. Like, you know, people aren't going to spend a month like I did researching and spent, you know, people have got lives. (laughs) I'm on my own with a six year old and sitting on my own every night. So I was like spending a month on on YouTube Googling. And do you know what I mean? It doesn't, you don't have to have those aims. Um, Mm. Just do what you need to do for your business and know your business and, um, and just be confident with it. And, And honestly, we work with dogs. Like if you don't want to be in it, don't be in it like just focus on the dogs or focus on how you work or focus on the grooming salon there's ways of doing these things um but yeah I just think if I can if I can help one or two people then that's amazing and so many people that you know you know what it's like if you just get any feedback going. oh my god that's helped so much it's like yes it's like that's the reason we do it so
0: yeah that's right that's right and then mm. um, you get some amazing messages and you're like actually that that last post and quite often with Facebook it's the most like simple posts that you put out there that gets the most attention. It's just incredible yeah. how algorithms and and people work, really.
1: Yeah, so. absolutely. Some of my some of my ones that have been biggest have been like, Loaded. like the most obvious and simplest speak. Not obvious because that you know, it sounds like I'm belittling people, but just like to me that's obvious because I've been doing it for ten years. But you know, if a dog's picking up the paw, we'll pick the other one. But that one, that one will stay on the floor, and it's like I thought, kind of everyone would know. But and I just think that's the thing. You've just got to. Just put it all out there, um, and just yeah, just see what the feedback is, or see what the see what the views are. Really, you just never know. And 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 also, I think that you know, chuck twenty things out there, one's going to stick. You
0: know? <laughs> so. Yeah, that's it. But also, be mindful that you, you, we're human, aren't we? We're never going to please everyone, and it's the no. same for our, same for our customers. You know, people get quite um, upset and quite understandably because it's our businesses about negative reviews and and poor feedback, but. I know. Mean, I look at it is it's one person's opinion out of all of your customers that you that you service. And the more people that you work with, the more likely you're going to come across someone that you're not going to get on with. Or yeah, that one
1: negative grows, obviously, in actual number sense. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I had I had I had some of it this week and obviously I put myself out on social media. So you take an element of it um but it, you know it does affect you and you kind of go oh hang on a minute and you, someone's telling you are dangerous and you're rubbish and blah 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 but you just think do you know what that's one person in 130 odd people that are following my content and that that's the only way to think you're always going to get scrutinized you're always going to get criticized um when it comes to reviews online I think that actually it's how you deal with these things can actually do you do you a good. I think that if you reply in a very positive way, I had one a long time ago when I first started. I'd never, never even groomed a woman's dogs, and she said I wouldn't. What was it? She said she would never even let me wash her dishes, let alone wash her dog again. I was like, if you can let me know (laughs) which dog it was and when, that would be lovely. And I think it gives you an opportunity to show how professional you are. So you've got to try and flip everything and turn it into a positive.
0: Yeah, I mean we've uh, some. I suppose it's a bit brave, but we've actually I've screenshotted negative reviews. And put them into our Facebook page and said, Hi everyone, you know, we're not perfect. We can't, we try and work with everyone. If you're not happy, please speak to us before going to social media. And the response you get from all of your your Facebook um following and your customers is immense. And actually yeah. sometimes leads to the review being taken down. But you know,
1: yeah, no, I think it's yeah. good. And I think no one no one is perfect. And I, you know, I'm still getting, I'll still get something and I'll get I'll put a video up and you know, oh, we need more of this and less less of that, or you you, you know you, you can't hear you because the sound is too high, or you should try. I, I just I just think you've got to take everything on board. Obviously, you you listen to that feedback, and some of it you don't want to listen to. It's like, okay, fine, you're an idiot. <laughs> but a lot of it, you know, it's constructive. It is constructive, and it's certainly, I mean, it's brilliant if you're actually asking for it actively as well. Um, I think we can all all improve. No one's perfect. I still don't really know what I'm doing 10 years in, so I'm, I'm very open to improving and things still.
0: That's it. That's it. And also, as you reminded me, I made a note about talking about equipment. So the equipment that you have to make these awesome TikToks and to oh, yeah. get all these followers. What sort of equipment do you have? What sort of setup do you use day to day?
1: I'll show you. So um, so in the salon, uh, everything's on my phone. So I've just got an iPhone. Um, and my main piece of kit is this. So obviously phone goes there and it's just a light ring, especially mm-hmm. for like close up work mm-hmm. in the salon. I've got a few smaller tripods as well, just dotted around. So I've got one by the bath, um, one, if the dog chooses to look out the window and get a nice angle from that side as well, but nothing too fancy. I haven't got a video recorder or anything like that. Um, uh tip for social media would be if you are recording anything uh try and get it as high res as possible as and good sorry more less high res but just good quality so make sure you're wiping your camera especially because you're in salons so you get splashes of water and shampoo and dog hair and so yeah give everything a wipe before you try and kind of take any photos or um or videos but i haven't got anything massively in high tech i probably should have i'd love to do multi-stream at some point where i can literally stream to tiktok and instagram and youtube and everything like that at one time but it's all very it's all very complicated
0: that's, that's another month of uh research
1: <laughs> do that next year i like i want my evenings back i'm like that constantly as it is I like my hourly rate on my phone is horrendous
0: is it it's addictive as well isn't it
1: it is because and then certainly because then you're, you're battling to find the next one that's going to go viral and you really want to like, you know, get out there. And then you, oh, and then when it does, you're then checking the numbers and stuff. And yeah, it's brilliant. But the best thing is, is when because some of mine that have gone viral the one going viral at the minute on Instagram is me pulling a dog hair out of my leg. So that is just like. Dog hair splinters that we all as groomers get, but I'm like, that's all well and good, but that's not the one I wanted to go viral. Like, I want the the educational
0: ones to go. So we said, didn't we, that the strangest videos or the strangest posts go mental on social. I know.
1: Media. So my my two biggest videos on Instagram, I've got one going viral. It's just hit over six million today views. I mean, it's literally me sitting like this, plucking a dog hair out of my leg, and that I mean, that's hit six million views. Who is watching that? My mum can't watch it that many times. Like oh,
0: it's the same people that watch Doctor Pimple Popper and people like that. Oh, yeah,
1: it? and the other one, the uh, the one, um, the next one to that, or the one above that, the 7.3 million views was me talking about dog penis safety when you're trimming. Mm. So there you go. You want to go viral, dog penises <laughs> or uh, hairs in your legs?
0: It's some key words there, by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. some of those google searches are throwing out some interesting stuff but yeah.
0: <laughs> some key phrases right yeah. so this there's been some questions coming in i've not i've not been ignoring them i've been watching them coming in so let's go through some of those questions from our followers um what's your tiktok name mud dog lady. Love
1: mud dog lady.
0: The, God, hold on. the love mud dog lady yeah. Yeah. Love my love dog me. lady. Love my dog
1: lady. Love my dog lady. Say you, say it fast five times.
0: Love my yeah. Do you appear there? <laughs> <laughs> it's like,
1: then? Try it. It's party day. Like
0: Peel juice. People <laughs> juice. Um, <laughs> so Claire Claire said I don't have TikTok. Does the owner need to have it also, or can you post them onto Facebook and Insta?
1: So you can um, if the owner wants to watch their dog being groomed live then they have to be on tiktok uh they have to be a user of the app to watch live um i can download a live once i'm finished um in about 99 of cases i can download that easily and then and so some of my videos that's how i then get my content so i go through and key moments and things i can edit out but the, the video quality isn't as great as i as if I recorded it like directly like this. But then, like, so owners, um, I can tag that, you know, I can send little snippets and, oh, look, at, I had a, uh, a friend that didn't believe how great her dog, her puppy was to be brushed. And I was like, honestly, it's no problem at all. Because she was like, he's a pickle at home. I went, oh, it's fine. She didn't believe me. So I did like a 20 minute section of me brushing the dog and then just sit there. And <laughs> she's like, ah! Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can, if they're not on TikTok, you can send bits afterwards. Um, or what I do is I do create the, the, the separate pieces of content. Uh, to put on tiktok and i often put them on instagram um, and facebook so more likely that people are going to be followers on instagram or or facebook so they'll see it there
0: yeah like repurpose it across all three platforms because you'll have different followers on different platforms won't you
1: yeah but you have to be careful because and then that gets into the different platforms but um length of video trending trending music so you do have to I can't just create a 30-second video and put it on everything because it just won't work. So you have to do shorter on TikTok, you have to get the trending music, you have to get separate trending music on Instagram and yeah. So it's um it's a bit complicated. But yeah, you can you can do that.
0: Is this a goal to um outsource this? So you just you make the video and then you like upload it to someone and then like outsource it and then they upload it and put music to it? Or or do you think it's important to have your you, you doing the music and the creativeness.
1: So I've got an agency on board at the minute um, and... Uh, at the minute they're just kind of replying to things for me because I might get like 100 new comments in a day and I, or 50 new comments and I just can't possibly go in because that's the other thing with social media someone comments on your post you have to go back and comment on it because then that keeps the engagement uh, engagement levels um, there and then uh, that gets you a few times again because they've gone back to your video, so you get another view so engagement is absolutely key so you can't just stick a video up and leave it leave it to go um, so they help me with the engagement side but ultimately I think I'm, I'm a little bit of control freak TikTok like I think TikTok and nearly Instagram I'm like I want to do it myself but I think YouTube like I've got the the agency have done a couple of best of videos for me on YouTube like the best of TikToks put together um so I'm hoping they'll do a bit more for me like that but yeah absolutely if I can just kind of the goal would be for me to groom live do a few videos but just you know download the live and go someone else just make five videos out of that for me and maybe i'll do the voiceovers or something because it is so time consuming so time yeah. consuming
0: but well, obviously it's worth it you enjoy it you, you can see from your from your face how much you enjoy doing it so.
1: i really do i really really do i just i just love i like. i do like kind of cheeses it obviously we're in business to to put a roof over our heads, so yes, if I can, I can I need to make money out of these things that I'm doing and spending time on, but if I can help people and the feedback that I get is just brilliant, it makes it all worthwhile. so
0: yeah, it's lovely getting messages and stuff, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely,
0: so we've got Helen Sheath here, she's been watching. I can highly recommend having a one to one with mud mud love lessons
1: okay yeah, like. I, so I know I know that name. Hello, lovely yeah, she had a one to one with me, one to one lesson with me, so yeah. Hopefully, she got a lot of out of it.
0: And can you just tell um, the listeners again and viewers what the Love Mud Lesson Facebook page is, or have I just told them?
1: <laughs> You're struggling with the whole LL thing, aren't you, Love Mud
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so people, if they would like – obviously, I try and share um, – information to both groomers and owners. But if someone's got specific questions and they want some time with me on a one-to-one basis, then they can have a video call with me, a one-to-one video call, whether it be for half an hour or an hour. um, And that is literally tailored to them. So there's a a few questions that I'll send before and say, you know, key areas to cover your biggest challenge, etc. And then the sessions tailored to you. So people can there is a booking system for that in my link tree or you can just message me and we can get it booked in that way. Um, Yeah.
0: Will you reply to that message?
1: That one I probably will. If not, the agency will. <laughs> we'll,
0: put, we'll put the link tree. Link. I'm
1: hoping someone will reply. If not, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm trying. I'm
0: trying. So they can they can go onto your. I take it they can go into your diary. They can pay for an hour, all automated, and put in their questions, and then join yeah. you on on Zoom or whatever. And uh, yeah. Go. Yeah, there's some,
1: people, some people want to chat to me first and kind of go i want to help with this 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 and i'll go yeah okay no problem and, and so some people just don't want the booking bit but it is there there's an, a system find my link tree where you can go in and see this slots available book it pay it and then you'll get an email to confirm and ask the questions so yeah
0: cool and do if people are local to you do they, do you do an a in-person one or is it always over Absolutely. Do you know
1: what I have? I haven't done, um, but I would be quite willing. Yeah, I, I could do it that way if people want to actually come to. I did think about doing because um, some a couple of people said that they wanted to come and spend a day with me, see how I groom. So I did think about doing like a a day's. Um, yeah just like accompanying me for a day I need a catchy title another one with lots of L's in it to challenge you Um, (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah to kind of spend a day just being there while I groom a couple of dogs see how I work ask questions as we go but then have some separate time on the end of that to kind of sit down and chat about their business as well so um, there has been a little bit of interest in that but obviously then that's people having to come to me um, but People, uh, I think uh, some people are willing to travel. So, I, you know, any way that I can help. And if someone's like watching and going, actually, I want this, can she do that? Just message me.
0: Bespoke services, you know, and whereabouts are you based? What's the nearest town?
1: Uh, so, I'm just near Brighton. So, I'm Eastbourne, East Sussex.
0: Down in the south. Yeah. Um, down. So, Stacey has asked, do Facebook Lives have a similar response to TikTok? I don't have TikTok anymore, but I like the idea of customers watching their dogs being groomed.
1: Yeah, I think it's brilliant. And I think if you can do it and you're brave enough, just do it, honestly. Um, And just remember, you're the expert in what you're doing. You know, hopefully you've done some courses and you know what you're doing. (laughs) I can't assume that everyone is in an unregulated industry. Um, But yeah, I think it's brilliant. And I think it's so comforting. The feedback that I've had is so good for owners being able to watch. I'm not, I don't think on Facebook, I don't think you have to have a minimum number of followers. I'm not too sure how that works. I've often
0: checked myself.
1: I mean, if that works as well, I mean, you'll get good feedback that way. Uh,
0: no, I, think so I,
1: I, assume live. It, I assume it's similar premise. Um, for me, if I do, a, I get really disappointed if I do a live anywhere other than TikTok, because my minimum on TikTok, I'll get like 100, 200 people. And then every so often I'll do one on Instagram, I've got like 17. <laughs> so for me, the big difference is viewer numbers, but you've got to start somewhere and you will build that up. Um, so I think it's brilliant I would absolutely love anyone to that is thinking about street and if I can help with that if you want any help or tips or camera angles and how I approach it just let me know I think that if you could and it's a really strong USP because there's no I don't know many other groomers that stream groom their grooms live for their owners to watch now. Pardon? Are the just oh, now all yeah,
0: 800
1: every competitor around me is going to be doing it damn it
0: well, what, what I like about, so obviously this has been streamed into the group and, um, you know, it's there, it's there now for forever. So yeah. fa- when you stream into Facebook, it records it for you. So, yeah. okay, you might only have a handful of people watching now, but people will watch it, you know, and you'll get comments from your videos like months later and go, oh, I've, I forgot about that video sort So of thing. when you
1: save it down on Facebook, does it post it automatically or do you post it separately?
0: no so this will this will stay in the group and um people can just find it and watch it as well so um you don't need to download it
1: yeah so my TikTok lives are only visible to me so Mm -hmm. you can't when I finish a live um I'll get like like there's a screen that shows you how many viewers you had etc and then I've got the option to download that live um I can then obviously do what I want but I don't I haven't kind of I think because if anyone's watched my lives um most of it is very educational obviously and I'm very professional however um I am a bit of an idiot and I will have a sing song and I'll have a giggle and I'll go oh I've got Dog hair on my boob, you know that. And then I think I can't re-put this stuff out there. Another Google search. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm like, when you're live for two hours or two and a half hours, you can't be conscious of your what you're saying the whole time. So I do think I've got all these live videos, and I I haven't, you know, I don't currently put them on YouTube. And people are saying, can you put the whole thing on there? I'm like, no one wants to watch two and a half hours of me grooming a dog. Like what? But then people are doing that, so I don't.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was gonna say you can repurpose that put it onto YouTube, you know. So this, like this today, um, so this has been streamed into the Facebook group, so there's people watching it now. That will stay in the Facebook group so people can find it and watch it. Um, Darren, who does a lot of all of my sort of videos and podcasts, he'll then download it off the Facebook group. Amazing. Edit it, put it into YouTube. I need
1: a Darren.
0: You need a Darren, edit it, and then make it into a podcast as well. So that one piece of content that we've done tonight will then go out across, you know, so much. So, yeah,
1: and I think something that I need to improve on is how I can, you know, because it is all about maximising your time um, and how you can spend, you know, how I can spend an hour doing something and then with that do five things. It, you know, I need I need to do that better. Um, I need to be a bit more integrated. Um, and yeah, I mean, podcast, maybe I need to do that. I don't know. But I just think... And also, I
0: was going to have a vote on that at the end.
1: Yeah, <laughs> with my TikTok, my TinkTongs, my TikTok lives. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Yeah, I think all well, the other thing is as well. It doesn't really make sense because, like my TikTok lives, I'm chatting way and I'm talking about what I'm doing, why, and I'm interacting with the dog. And then I'll turn around and I'll interact with the camera and I'll answer some questions. But then you can't see those questions when you download the video, so it kind of doesn't really make sense in that respect. I don't know. It's something I need to think about.
0: Definitely, definitely. And there's people already saying put the whole lot on there because they want to watch it. YouTube's like the really? television at times, isn't it? You know, people if you
1: rabbit on and sing and groom a dog for two hours.
0: Really? Yeah. There you go. So um, uh, people can message you for a read garden your one to ones or they can find your links through Linktree. So that's yes. um, And
1: they can get the wall discount as well. It's still 10% off all the wall stuff. Nice. Um, Yeah, there's some other little um, deals and discounts and things on my link tree. So, yeah, have a look on there.
0: Cool. And then, um, yeah, so um, Lucy said, yes, please, I'd love to watch the whole two hours. Really? Lucy
1: one of my moderators, or is
0: it a Uh, relative? Kuno, Kuno, Lucy Kuno. Oh, oh,
1: okay, yeah, I know. Yeah, Lucy joins my lives a lot,
0: yeah. There you go. You know, I think it's quite, I think it's, it's, yeah, if you don't catch them on TikTok, you can then go and go to your, go to your YouTube channel and uh, catch up with them. And again, you know, it's it's everywhere for everyone. So like I said, yeah. this will go onto the group, you'll go on to YouTube. So some people will watch it on YouTube. And I thought, actually, some people might want to listen to it whilst driving to work or whilst grooming or, uh, you know, so let's make it into a podcast. And it's, it's just it's, it's that simple, isn't it? Yeah, no,
1: it's brilliant. Yeah, mate, and the thing is, and this is, you know, this is me learning from everyone else. This is the feedback we were talking about earlier. So people, you know, I don't know that people really, I'm like, really? They really want to sit and watch me for two hours or have the option to do so. But if people are saying, yes, the demand's there, I'm like, okay, then maybe I need to think about it. So by next week. <laughs> so yes, I need to do it.
0: Outsource it as well. but um
1: oh, That costs though.
0: Because, yes. It's valuing your time. But yeah, yeah. it's been a, an amazing uh, hour chatting up, chatting to you I about i know you've got a friend coming around shortly so
1: i do i'm gonna take
0: away uh, finding out all about tiktok and i have uh created an account this evening so you know Good. who knows we might be going out onto tiktok as well uh, have you heard of discord pardon you heard a discord
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah, so that might be another avenue we you know we've got to keep up with the kids.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's the Thing, isn't it? It's like so. I was contacted by another one ages ago as well as this is new app, and I'm like, I don't know what's a new app and what isn't. And the yeah. good thing is, a lot of TikTok creators are quite willing to help each other as well. So, Cast Forty Seven. I don't know if many of you have heard of Cast. Um, he's like got talking dogs. He's like epically huge on there, but he's been a, a good set, kind of sense of a source of help as well. So, and that's the other tip. Uh, the other uh, the tick. The other the other tip. Spit my words out. Um, the other tip: um, interact with other groomers' content on TikTok because that's what the algorithm likes. But anyone, anyone wants a significant amount of information on TikTok and social media and how to kind of uh, work with the algorithm, then you can book a LoveMud lesson. But you get that one for free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. So um, I'll do. I'll ask you to send over all of your uh, email addresses or your link tree. I suppose that's the best thing. I'll get your link yeah. tree. Um, address and i'll put it in the comments and i'll tag you in the comments as well so you can catch up with what everyone's been saying whilst we've been chatting
1: amazing i just wanted to say one thank you um mm-hmm. quite a while ago i think um, as some people know that i lost my um fiance and i wanted to say a massive thank you because after i'd lost him the grooming industry pulled together and did the most amazing fundraiser for me led by the amazing sarah bakewell um and yeah i just want i've never really publicly been able to say thank you um, the money that was raised and enabled me to kind of i gave up work to care for him etc i'm not going to not going to get all silly um, but yeah, the, the money that was raised um, enabled me to reset up the business and get back to work. So without kind of amazing, group, you know, so many people uh, gave free seminars and tickets to this and it was just brilliant. So I've never really had a public forum being able to say that. I thanked individuals along the way and things, but I was there was a lot going on at the time. And if I ever didn't thank anybody because there were so many people involved, um, honestly, it was just amazing. And you enabled me to get back to the business. So thank you very much.
0: Really good that's brilliant and uh lucy's kind of said something similar you know can i say you should be so proud of yourself and Maxie would be so proud of you as well caroline so. oh thank but you also, uh, that also leads into a uh a, another venture that's coming at some point which is going to help um pet professionals when things like this happen so watch this okay. A new a new business venture mine and someone else we're looking to to set up a, uh, a business to care for pet professionals.
1: Oh, amazing. Oh, well, if you, you need anyone to advocate that. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, so, I'm very experienced in that. <laughs> That's
0: it. That's it. I've met a lot of wonderful people over the last uh, year, so I've got a very good idea of what um, people could, what support people could have yeah. in their lives. <clears throat> and then in previous employment, I've reached out to um, uh, associations and received support and help as well so it's kind of bringing the two together and and helping the pet professional no
1: i think that's absolutely brilliant i literally wouldn't be able to do it without the money that was raised and all the people that pulled together so yeah i think that's brilliant a great idea
0: cool we'll be we'll be in touch for a chat fabulous excellent let you get on and uh go and see your takeaways there
1: Thank you. And I have got hopefully some really exciting news. I can't tell anyone yet. <laughs> it's killing me. Something might be happening on Friday. Something is happening on Friday. Um, it might involve some TV, and I'm not allowed to say any more than that. Um, but yeah, as soon as I can announce it, I will. So make sure you follow um, on, well, everything, but probably, get, probably first going to be announced on Instagram. So um, yeah, as soon as I can talk about it, I will. Um, but yeah, watch this space.
0: Very exciting great yeah.
1: times ahead yeah definitely busy busy
0: well thank you very much for joining us everyone's enjoyed it thank you for
1: asking me it's lovely thank you and you know you're doing fab in what you're doing as well I think if we can make all the groomers more business minded and help them with that side of things that it can only be good for the industry
0: definitely definitely it's a really good industry to be in at the moment yeah take care and we'll speak to you thank soon
1: thank you right thanks everyone thank you oh, for joining cool. cheers Bill bye bye